You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode 260. Hey, welcome back to the show, Make Your Breaker. I know you're out there doing some big things this year. You probably just wrote down all your goals and you probably got some New Year's resolutions. You're hoping to create some new habits and you want to do big things for your business in 2024. I totally get it and I'm right there with you. I'm currently working on my own business and writing down all the things that I want to achieve, all the milestones, and I'm also reflecting on the last year and the things that I did as well, which I'm really excited about. Now, I today want to go over goal setting and I want to go over goal setting for entrepreneurs that are a little bit newer in the zero to a hundred K bracket. And maybe you haven't hit your first hundred K yet. And you are a little bit overwhelmed with how you should goal set, how you should create balance in your life, uh, how you should juggle all the things, wearing all the hats in your business as you're scaling up, because trust me, it can be hard. And for me, for years, it was very hard when I just didn't know what the right way was to uh, put my time and attention. So we're going to demystify that for you today. And we're going to get straight into it. Now, before we do, and I've got eight really juicy things to go over today with you. But before we do, I just want to let you know every single month this year, I'm going to give away one free mentoring session to one lucky winner that leaves this podcast a review. So if you want to leave me a review and you haven't done it yet, head over to the Apple podcast app. You can leave a review right there. I have a link down in the show notes so you can click on that. Um, Once you do it, maybe just screenshot it, send it over to me so I can see that you've done it. And you're in the draw to win a 45 minute one-on-one session where I can go over your hopes and dreams, your strategies, your business, your goals and see if we can hit some big milestones in the new year. It's always good to get some fresh eyes on the things that you're doing. And I know for me, I actually spend a lot of money on coaches and mentors to make sure I'm going in the right direction and doing the right thing. So I'm excited for that for you. So last little thing, I actually, if you want to share any of your unrealistic goals and things that you have actually put out to the world, I invite you to send me a voice note so I can play it on uh, this week later on in an episode. Um, I want to play a few unrealistic goals that you are going towards and working towards if you want to share it with the world. All you have to do is click the Google link form that's down below in the show notes. Uh, Once you do that, I'm going to go through curate all the amazing goals. Make sure you do introduce yourself and then who knows, maybe you're going to be on the next episode of Make Your Break, which would be really cool. So let's get into today's episode. So goal setting, I know there's so many different ways that we can do goal setting. And I know in the past that I've followed a few different frameworks and I don't actually believe in a lot of the frameworks that I used to follow. And there's a few different reasons for it. I think sometimes people overcomplicate goal setting and they say like you should use smart goals and they should be measurable and they should be this and that. But honestly, sometimes we just overcomplicate something that should be undercomplicated. And what happens is we put more time into creating a strategy and less time into creating an impact. And we really do need to go back into creating an impact for our business. Now, over the years, I've definitely hit some amazing unrealistic goals that I've set for myself that I thought were so big, so overwhelming, so bold. And I was able to achieve those because I made it really simple and I dedicated to myself to the cause over and over and over. Now, this actually goes into the first one that we're going to talk about. Number one, number one is going big. I think the biggest mistake that we make with goals is we go so small or we create a to-do list and it's un 
inspiring for everybody that's around you. We need to have a goal list that is so inspiring that people are moved and they want to help you on your mission, on the things that you're trying to do. So big is who you can become. And to me, that is really inspiring. So you want to go big because it's not about who you are now and it's not about your limitations and what you have and how much resources you have, how much time, how much money or anything else. This is a goal. You can dream big. You can use your imagination. And we're thinking about who we want to become, not who we are today. This is, in my opinion, one of the most important things. You need to go bold. We need to be unrealistic. And I talk about unrealistic goals so much. I have been doing so since 2015 now. And it's the thing that I'm always talking about because the one big difference between highly successful people is their ability to think big, to dream big, to imagine big things. Okay, so the smaller that you go, the problem is you will start thinking small, you know? So if big is overwhelming to you and you're scared of heights and you're scared of doing something that maybe is uncomfortable, the problem is you will be ruled by small thinking, which means you'll take small actions, which means you will enjoy small results, which means you might be disappointed. So these are the things that we don't want to do. We want to be going big, okay? So big is not bad. Okay. I know so often people think big is bad because it's overwhelming. It means I've got to do too much. Um, it could be intimidating. It could be complicated. It means I need to hire more people. It means, you know, a whole plethora of new things. But honestly, bigger, the better. Because the bigger that you go, it means you have bigger problems. And the worst thing that you want well, the thing that you don't want is small problems. You know, so if you are going out there and you're creating big goals and you're taking big action, you're going to have big problems and big problems are much better than small problems. Small problem is something that's holding you back that could be solved just like that. And so we don't want to be held back by something that is so small that we could outsource to someone for $100 or you could get it done in an afternoon and you're putting your time and resources into the wrong place. So a big problem means big solutions. Big solutions means you need to be a new person, right? You need to be in new rooms. You need to have new conversations. You need to read new books. You need to learn a new strategy. You need to become that big person that you want to be. That's why I say you got to be bold. You got to be unrealistic because if you're not doing that, man, you're missing out on a lot of growth for your business. So please, what we want to do is we want to create big goals because this is the act of living and we want to live a full life. We want to live remarkable, a remarkable life and we want to live an unrealistic life. I know I do anyway. If you are crazy like me and you're listening to a podcast called Make Your Break, you probably are and you're out there and you're making something of yourself. Like this is what we want to do. We don't want mediocre. We want those big goals that scare you. You should be scared when you look at them. You should look at them and go, oh man, I don't even know where to start with that. You know, so that's what a goal is. You're dreaming of something that could be so big and hey, if you fall short, you still expanded, you still met new people, you still got uncomfortable, you still probably did a lot better and a lot bigger than you would do if you had a small achievable goal that was just a to-do list. And who knows, if you got a goal like that, you probably would end up being procrastinating and doing something else. So that's not what we want to do. I hope I've convinced you now. Bigger thinking is going to lead to bigger solutions, which is going to lead to bigger success, which is going to lead to a bigger life. And that's what we're chasing right now. Number two, success will come from doing the right thing, not from doing everything right. Okay. This is really important. I'm going to say it one more time. Success will come from doing the right thing, 
not from doing everything right. Now, I know so many of us, we feel entitled to success because we've been there doing the thing and we feel like I'm sitting in the chair, Joe, I'm putting in the work, I'm in the Facebook groups, I'm always showing up on social media, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And you might be doing that and you're doing everything right, but you might be working on the wrong thing, on the wrong business, the wrong product at the wrong price to the wrong people. Like one thing could be wrong and it puts everything out. So we want to make sure that we are working on the right thing and we're doing everything right, okay? Now, here's a little hack for you. I want you to swap out a to-do list for a success list. Now, I first heard this uh, from a book called The One Thing. And it's a great book. Um, I can't remember who actually wrote this book. So it's called The One Thing. Swap a to-do list for a success list because a to-do list, all that's going to do for you in the new year is going to distract you and pull you in so many different directions. If you're sitting there at your computer and you've got a to-do list and they're all just random things that you just got to get done. The problem is it's no longer getting you to your success because you're in the trenches now working on the wrong thing that's pulling your attention. It's pulling you away from making that big impact. So what I want you to do is I want you to swap that out for a success list. A success list is a list of things that you can do today that's going to get you closer to your goal. Now you may have some big, crazy, unrealistic goals. Maybe you're as mad as I am and you have no idea how you're going to do it. But guess what? One step at a time is going to get you there. So I do believe creating a success list every single day and then on the top of that list the priority list is like what do you need to do to get yourself closer towards hitting that unrealistic goal okay which leads me on to number three number three is we need to drop the notion of thinking that everything's got to be in balance because it doesn't if you strive to have balance in your life you're going to be solely disappointed because you're going to do a whole lot of things mediocre and that's mediocrity is literally trying for balance. That's literally what it is. It's like, I'm going to try and be good at everything, just slightly good at everything and be steady. And I'm going to be in the middle of everything. The problem is your relationships will fail. Your business will fail. You won't hit your goals because you're trying to spread yourself too thin and you're not putting your attention where it needs to be. Now, what I want you to think about instead of thinking about a work-life balance or balance in general what I want you to think about is I want you to think about counterbalance. You will be out of balance if you want to achieve something great. If you want to do something that is of excellence, you're going to be out of balance. There's no doubt about that. If you are out there and you want to go full time with your job, you know, and you want to have an amazing career, maybe you want to be an amazing photographer. Maybe you want to be an amazing musician, right? You want to go out there and create something. You're going to be out of balance, man. I'm telling you, there's no one that's in balance that can go through and do all of that. I always say it's like if Steve Jobs was out of balance and mate, he was a pretty smart guy. Then I would say, what's the hope of the rest of us? Okay. So counterbalance is different. Counterbalance is, okay, so if I'm going to spend a season working hard on my business, I want to do some big days and some big nights. I'm going to probably have some time away, maybe from my family, from my friends. I'm going to be in the phase of creation. It means I need to counterbalance it with, okay, so I need to put some time and attention into my partner, into my friends, into my family, into the other things in my life that I also want to expand and be amazing as well. Because Lord knows hey, you can't live a full and amazing life if, if everything is not doing amazing, right? So if you've got relationships that are falling apart, but your career is amazing, chances are you're going to be falling apart because we, it's unsustainable. So what we need to do 
is we need to get in and we need to think about, okay, so in this season, I want to rest and take some time away from my business. I'm going to give more time to my friends and family. I'm going to host some more. I'm going to take my partner on more dates. I'm going to put more time and attention into that. Okay. So for my business, maybe I want to put more time and attention to that. Maybe I want to get out there and, and do more reels, do more podcast episodes, get onto YouTube. Maybe you want to create more content. Maybe you want to make a new product, a new service. I want to expand in some way. And you're going to be out of balance on other things in your life. Now, we've got other things as well. You've got your health, your wealth, your, you know, your wise. Like, so are you putting time into refeeding your brain? Like, what do you need to be working on there? What about spirituality? You know, so there's always going to be something that we need to counterbalance with something else. But the thing is, and I just want to push this point home. There is no one that I've ever met that has huge success that has full balance throughout their life. I've met a lot of mediocre people that have balance where they are kind of doing everything okay. But I'm talking someone that has huge success that we talk about. It's like, oh my God, they just released a book. Oh my God, they just made a movie. They just made a smash hit. They're on the charts. You know, they they just went viral. They did this, they did that. Like when you see those people, they are counterbalancing because they know their season of when they need to show up and when they need to rest, when they need to show up for their family, when they need to get to work. And we all have these seasons when we need to get out there and create something and when we need to maybe just step on the step on the brakes and take some time away. Like it's not all about hustling all the time. You know, it's a lot of the times we need to take some time away so we can have that different perspective on our own business and our own goals and everything else. Now, number four, and this leads into number four, the more time you take to look after yourself, the more energy you're going to have and the more energy you will have. This is really important because often when we create these big unrealistic goals, the first thing that gives way is our own health. And we go, well, I don't have time to go to the gym now. I don't have time to cook myself food now. I don't have time to go for a walk out in the sun now. I don't have time to go to the beach and go for a swim now. I don't have time to go out in nature. I don't have time to go hiking. I don't have time to do some boxing. I don't have time to go on a boat, you know. So our health ends up suffering first. And what happens is when your, when your health gives way and you start, you know, sneaking into McDonald's to eat some food or KFC or something like that, the problem is you're going to deplete your energy and your energy is equal to your time because if you're lethargic and you're slower and maybe you even get sick and you've got to take time away from work because you worked yourself too hard, you had too much stress, too many things on your plate, you won't be able to sustain it and then you won't be able to hit that big unrealistic goal. So if you actually want more time, it's counterintuitive. It means that you need to do more clean eating. It means you need to be out in the world more, out in the sun. It means that you need more sleep. It means you need more rest. You need to, you need to be out there and looking after your body because if you're not doing that, then it's going to be really hard for you to show up in your business. It's going to be hard to show up for your family, for your partner, for your friends, for your craft, for everything else, you know, for your God, for your religion, for anything that you deem as really important in your life that you have some big unrealistic goals around and you want to achieve. And if you're anything like me and you're a high achiever and you're always setting yourself out to the horizon and you've got your sights out on the horizon, you want to achieve big things, especially for this new year, you wrote down all those goals. Remember, one of the first things you need to write down is like, how can I look after my health and my well-being? Because this is going to be one of the most important things for me in 2024 as I move forward because I'm trying to get back more time. I get more time by getting more energy. If I've got more energy, then I can produce more. I can show up more and I can blow up more. So really, really important. And please don't forget 
just do not forget your health, your mental health, your physical health. Do not forget your health. Number five. So this is how to find time. You know, the last one I'm talking about energy. Energy is going to equal time. So the more energy that you have, the more time you're going to have. The next one is I know a lot of people, we start the year and go like, I just don't have enough time to start a new habit or to, you know, reach a new goal. And I just don't have enough time. So where can we find this time? Well, the first thing is you can't grow what you don't track. And if you don't track your time, then you will feel like you have no time. Especially when you're first starting out your business from zero to 100K, it's actually the hardest part of business. From there, it gets easier and easier as you get more money, you can buy more time and everything else. But when you are first starting out and you're out there and you're hustling, you're wearing all the hats, you're doing everything, you're showing up for everyone, you're saying yes to the things you don't want to say yes to, you are fucking showing up. You're going to run out of time. And the easiest way to get back time first of all, is by tracking your time and keeping tabs on your time. So what do I mean by that? Well, for your time, you should know how much time you have per week, the same as if you know how much money is in your bank account. Often people say that money is worth more than time, but time is not even tracked. And if right now you don't know how many more hours, working hours you got left in the week, then what are you doing? You need to be so obsessed over your time and what you're putting your time into. You know, so if you're aimlessly scrolling, for example, um, and I'm not saying scrolling on social media is a bad thing because I do it as well. Like we all do that. And I think it's a good thing to, you know, for many different reasons, to relax, to know what's going on with pop culture. A lot of us get our news from stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of good reasons. There's also a lot of bad reasons. And one bad reason is can be a time sink. So if you're intentional with your time, you can start saying like, you know what, I'm going to scroll this afternoon. I'm going to give myself an hour. I'm going to give myself 45 minutes, whatever it is, but you're going to have intention. Now, guess what? I heard this not too long ago and this was actually on a podcast. I can't remember who shared this, but uh, I'd love to give credit to the person, but I just can't remember who did. And if I do remember, I'll put it onto my Make Your Break channel on Instagram. But um, two hours scrolling per day on the work days, or I think that maybe that's every day, equals to three additional months worth of work as in a nine to five, five days a week. Like, can you believe that? Yeah, so two hours scrolling per day seven days a week will equal to three months extra. So if you think about that, imagine if you didn't scroll at all this year and you put that time into something else, like you're finally ready to write that book. You're finally ready to create that album, to record some music. You're finally ready to do a styled shoot. You're finally ready to have that exhibition, to go to that market, to start that Etsy store, to launch that course. Like you're finally ready. I want you to think about that in the new year because the intention is the most important thing. Hey, if you want to sit down and watch some TV and relax, as long as you intend to do that and you know that's where you're putting your time, like you're not surprised at the end of the year, like, oh, I've got no time, okay? So we need to be intentional with our time. So again, tracking your time, like personally, I use time blocking. I use a program called Asana. Asana is an amazing um, tool for me to put in my time, track my time, uh, see what all my staff are doing, assign them jobs. But I actually personally do time blocking. And for me, that's been the most efficient thing. As I do run multiple businesses, I do, you know, invest in real estate. I do a whole bunch of things. So I'm always really busy. I'm, you know, doing podcast episodes, I'm doing all the things. Okay. So time blocking means I can just go one one hour social media, one hour creating content, one hour on the podcast, one hour. And then I give myself just tiny little bite-sized things. So I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not overworked. I'm not uninspired. I'm not feeling like a workhorse. Like I get to choose what I want to do with my time each and every day. 
And I think that's really good. So how do you find time? Well, you make time, okay? Make time by tracking time, understanding what you're doing with it and then use intentions when it comes to your time. It's so valuable to you. So make sure that you are putting value on your own time. Hey, Make Your Breakers, if you want to download a workbook for today's episode, just go to jialong.co forward slash 260. That's jialong.co forward slash 260. You can download it and you can fill in all the little sections for your goals so you can have a successful 2024. Now, number six, those that do better than others, they build a single habit until it's a routine. And I've seen this happen over and over and over. Work on one habit at a time. And on average, it takes up to 66 days to make a new habit. Now, I know a lot of people say 22 days. It's a myth. The science has shown 66 days. You've got to be able to show up over and over. And what I mean by a habit, I mean, it's now a muscle memory where you show up and you just do it. You know, you don't think about brushing your teeth. You just go over and you brush your teeth. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about a habit. You don't think about putting on a seatbelt. You just put on a seatbelt. You don't really think about starting the car. You just start the car. Okay. It's a habit. So I want you to think about that 66 days. So if you want to join the gym and maybe that's going to be your new habit for the new year, I want you to do it for 66 days. And one of the one little hack that I have seen people do in the past, and, and to be honest, I think I actually got this from Seinfeld, you know, the TV show from the 90s. So shout out to Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. I just want to give credit to Seinfeld here. They had a big calendar on one of the episodes and they make a change. So every time that they succeed or they do the thing, they do a cross on it. And after a while, the cross makes a full chain. So 66 days, you got to have 66 days in a row. And every time you don't want to break the chain, not even once. So you want to link it together for every single day. And once you do, then you need to celebrate. It's a milestone that you hit and chances are it's going to be a new habit. So of course, as we are building out and you wrote out your success list, you've got your big unrealistic goals. They're so big, they're scaring you. And now we are sitting there and we're like, we need to have a new routine for the new year to make space for this. I'm buying back my time. I'm getting back my time. I'm looking after my time and I want to turn it into a new habit. So it's on autopilot. So the thing, the big thing that I need to do to be the big person that I want to be to do, you know, to do whatever it is that I want to do. I need to put myself into that situation of this is a habit that serves me. This is what I'm going to go down by creating a new routine. On that same note too, think about any routines that are not serving you or a habit that's not serving you and how can you slowly get rid of that? I don't know the science behind this, but I'm sure it's probably going to take 66 days to try and get rid of a habit as well. Okay. So same thing. Don't be hard on yourself. Everything comes one step at a time. You need to just keep showing up keep showing up, keep showing up and doing it over and over and over. And just one thing at a time. There's a really good book called Atomic Habits and it's by James Clear. If you haven't heard that book yet, or if you haven't read that book yet, I recommend going and reading that book if you would like to talk more about habits. But one thing that James Clear really talks about is habit stacking. So that's you know, spending time creating one new habit from one new routine. And once that becomes a habit, then move on to another one. And then after a while, you can do one that sort of plays into the next one. So an example of that is maybe you walk to the gym and on the way to the gym, you listen to a book. And then when you get to the gym, you go to the gym and you exercise. And then on the way back, maybe you record a podcast episode while you're walking or something. So then you've stacked one thing onto the other, like the episode's not going to happen until you go to the gym. And then the gym's not going to happen until you go for a walk and listen to that book. 
book, right? So now you're habit stacking. So I want you to think about that in the new year. Um, what routines right now is just sucking at your time. It's not as good as you want it to be. Um, and what is something that you can do, one new routine that you know is going to change the game for you and you've been wanting to do it forever and you just haven't. And it could be something as simple as posting a reel once a day, just showing up once a day on Instagram, once a day on stories maybe once a week on a podcast, maybe you are going to write a blog once a week, maybe you're going to go and reach out to one new vendor, one new shop, one new person once per week, you know, it could be something simple like that and you do it over and over and over and over until it's just something new that you do and then you can stack it onto something else. Number seven is there's this principle called the Pareto principle and it's the same as the 80-20 rule. So the Pareto principle states that for many outcomes, roughly 80% of consequences come from 20% of causes. Okay. So that means from all the work that you do and all the work that you get, it usually comes from 20% of the work that you put in. So an example of this is maybe you got a lot of inquiries for your service-based business this year. And you did Pinterest and you did blogging, you did Instagram, you were on TikTok, you had a podcast, you had a YouTube channel, you had everything. Let's just say all those five, okay? But all the inquiries just came from Instagram, not the other four. So this law shows that from all your inquiries last year, it came from the one thing, not the other four things, which means you probably could have not done the other four things and you would have the same success. Now, the same things in reverse. A small amount of things need to go wrong for everything to go wrong. Think about it like this. If you're driving a car and you get a flat tire, that small amount's 20%. It means the whole car won't work. Okay. So it's the same in your business. So if you've got a whole business and one thing's out of balance, like one thing is not right. Um, maybe you're not making enough money. Maybe you're just not getting enough leads. Maybe you're not making sales. That one little thing means everything else is out. Okay. So that's why it's really important on both sides. One side is we, we double down 20% of that time, like where are we going to put that? And we go hard on that. And then on the other side, it's like, what's the 20% of things that we need to fix in our business to make sure that it's going to the next level. Okay. You don't want to be held back because of the 20 20%. So I think those are really important. There is a book called the 80-20 rule and I highly recommend listening to that if you want to hear more of that. But one thing that I want to say, and this goes on to number eight, is you need to double down on what works and you need to drop what doesn't. Honestly, one thing that I've seen over my career and especially even when I first started out, actually when I first started out as a photographer, um, I was a full-time wedding photographer, I remember in 2013, and I did a whole lot of things that I didn't want to do and I didn't because I thought it was normal to do. You know, I thought I just, I had to cull my own images. I thought I had to go and scout locations and I had to go to rehearsal dinners and I had to do all these things. And the truth of the matter was I didn't have to do any of those things. Okay, so that's telling me, now, it took me a lot of years to get really wise to realize that if I don't want to do it, it's my business and I can get rid of it. And I can get rid of 80% of things that make no difference in my business. I'm doing it as people pleasing or I'm doing it for some other reason, but it's not in line with exactly what I want to do. It's not exactly what I want to do in my business. So for you, there's probably something that you're doing and it makes no sense for you or you just don't want to do it anymore. Maybe you need to outsource it. Maybe you need to delegate it. Maybe you just need to get rid of it completely. Maybe it's a service that you just do not like. Maybe it's a client that you need to fire. Maybe it's a vendor that you don't want to work with anymore. Maybe it's a business partner you need to say no to, like whatever it is, but there's something there. So this is really important for you. So 
what you need to do is you need to get rid of those things because with the 80-20 rule, and we're going back to that, it means we can double down on the things that actually work. If you can work out the 20% of things that bring in most of the clients, that makes most of your clients happy, that makes the biggest impact, then all we have to do is double down on that. An example of that is before I said, you could have a Instagram channel, TikTok, podcast, YouTube channel, and you do blogging, okay? But let's just say, for instance, Instagram's the only thing that was bringing in work. Then it's safe to say that imagine if you spent five times more on your Instagram content and maybe you scripted your reels more, maybe you posted five times more, maybe, you know, you went live with more people, you collaborated with more people, you're more intentional with your content. Like there's so much more that you could do. Imagine what would happen to your business. Now, I'm not saying that's going to work for everybody and I'm not saying that's what you need to do, that example in particular. But what I am saying is you need to start thinking about where can you put your hard-earned time um, so it's the most efficient, so you make the biggest impact, so you can make the most amount of money in your business, so you can keep scaling that business and then buying back your time and taking things to a whole nother level. Now, I hope that helps. Just a recap on this. Number one was you need to think big. You need to be Mr. Think Big, Mrs. Think Big. You need to be so big, living so bold, be unrealistic. It's the difference between highly successful people and people that are struggling. It's the ability to think big and then act big on those things. You want to, to have a big, full life live remarkable, live unrealistic. You need to start by thinking big, living it and breathing it and feeling like you can do it. Okay. So big is not bad. So many of us are scared of heights, but if you think big, sometimes we think it can be intimidating. It can be overwhelming. It can be complicated. If we do do that, we're ruled by thinking small and we don't want to do that. Not when we're a business owner, we need to show up and we need to blow up. Okay. Number two, success will come from doing the right thing, not from doing everything right. Now, you probably have so many things on your plate right now. You're wearing all the hats. You're doing all the things. You've got so many different random goals and pulling you in all different directions. Hey, man, success will come from doing the right thing, not from doing everything right. So how can you consolidate down to one thing? Okay. Swap that to-do list that's pulling you into every direction. Swap it for a success list. Write that down every single day and follow the success list. If the things on that list is not pulling you closer to success, then maybe you can delegate it. Maybe you can get rid of it. Maybe you can do it at another date. I don't know, but there's something that you can do because that success list needs to be the most important thing for you to make the biggest impact in 2024. Number three, drop the balance game. Balance is not for you. Balance is for full-time employees. That's who needs balance because they're sold the dream of you work five days a week and you get two days off. That's balance. You work five days a week and then you get to watch TV in the afternoon. That's balance. As an entrepreneur, there is no such thing as balance. You need to work on counterbalance. You will be out of balance all the time if you want to achieve something amazing. That's just the fact of it. I'm telling you now, I've never seen anybody that has had full balance across every single element of their business, of their life, of their spirituality, of their health, everything else. You need to be out of balance because you need to achieve great things, but you need to put lots of time into everything because everything you need to be obsessed over. You need to obsess over all the different aspects of your business because you want to live a full life. It's not just about making a lot of money. It's not just about having a great career and then your relationships are falling apart. It's not about having a great relationships and then your career is falling apart. It's not about your spirituality falling apart because everything else is going, you know? You need to be looking after all these things and you need to obsess over all these things and give them equal energy. But just remember, it's going to be at different times and different stages and different flows of your day, of your week, of your month, of your year, of your life. 
Number four is like the more you take action on looking after yourself, the more energy you're going to have, the more energy is going to equal time. So make sure you're eating clean, you're getting out into the sun, you're putting yourself out into the sun, especially in the first thing in the morning, you're going for swims, you're breathing in fresh air, you're going for walks, you're out in nature, you know, you're taking time away from the screen, you're doing all the things that you need to do. You're steering away, there's no cheat days, you're steering away from anything like McDonald's, any saturated fats, anything that is not bringing you to your optimal level to be able to achieve the big things that you want to achieve because it makes a huge difference. If you're finding yourself lethargic and it's really hard to, you know, show up and do things like the diet's the first thing you ought to look at. It's so, so important. And for some reason, especially when we get busy, we put that on the back burner and it's the first thing to lose. And then from that, we get sick, we lose energy and we just don't show up as our best selves. And it's because we just can't digest all this crappy food, the sugars, the refined sugars, the things that we put into our body that should not be there. It's not for you. It's not for entrepreneurs, full-time employees, totally fine. They're just cruising, man. This is not for you. Okay. You need to be an optimal machine that can show up and it can blow up and make these things happen. Number five is how to find the time. You need the intention. You need to track your time. You can't grow what you don't track. Energy will flow. You need to understand your time like you understand your money. Like if I asked you how much right now have you got in your bank account, you should know how much time have you got left this week? How much time have you got left today? How much time are you going to dedicate on each task? How much time are you going to dedicate towards your unrealistic goals? How much time this week, this month, this year are you going to put towards perfecting your craft? Like tell me how much, you know, you should know these things. So make sure you track it, make sure you got it on hand. Number six, those that do better than others, build a single habit until it's routine. It's going to take you up to about 66 days. So keep showing up. Even if you don't get results straight away, just remember, like you got to keep showing up, keep showing up. And the same thing happens when you want to lose a routine or a habit. So you got to keep trying, keep trying. Don't be hard on yourself. It can be hard, but it's important for you to do. Number seven, success will come from doing the right thing, not from doing everything right. You know, stick to one thing, stick to one service, stick to one Instagram account, stick to one website, stick to one thing. So often we get pulled in so many directions and we are the ones that create it because we have shiny things syndrome where we look around and there's more shiny things. I better be doing more things. I better be more on platforms. I better optimize this. I better change that. I better follow that, you know, and it's just too many things like stick to one and then go deep on it and get good at it until you perfect it. It's so, so important. Number eight, um, the Pariato principle, really important, the 80-20 rule, okay? And then last but not least, double down on what works and drop what doesn't. This is going to be so important for you to optimize your life, your business in 2024 because, hey, Lord knows, you probably set out with the best intentions this year. You set those big unrealistic goals. You got some New Year's resolutions. You wrote down some milestones that you want to achieve. But if you don't work on all these different things that I've just laid out for you in this episode, you're going to fall short. So you need to decide how dedicated are you to that cause and to that goal. The one thing that I see, the people that are high achievers that do go out there and achieve things that only some of us think could be impossible or some of us might think it's possible, are the ones that are so dedicated to that goal that they will show up rain, hail or shine and they will make things happen. There's no excuses. They've got the right attitude. They show up with that work ethic and they say, yeah, of course, Jai, these eight things is easy. I'm going to do those things. You know, it's easy to eat clean. It's easy to go for walks in the morning. It's easy to track my time. It's easy. Okay. 
So I want you to start getting into that mindset. Like nothing should be hard because if it's hard for you, it's gonna, you probably won't do it. No one likes to do anything that's hard. So just remember, it is easier to do this, to live a big life than it is to stay the same wherever you are, not grow, have a job that you don't love, share that with everybody else, you know, and everything else. So you get to choose your heart. And personally, I choose all of this over the other. So I hope you do too. Thank you so much for listening to Make Your Break. Don't forget, if you did like this episode and you feel like somebody would get a lot from this episode, I'd love for you to screenshot this and share it on social media. Um, it's the only way that this podcast grows and I really do appreciate it. If you want to tag me at jialong.co, I will be able to share that along on my stories as well. At least like drop into your DMs and say hello. I get back to everybody. It's me personally. I'd love to see it out into the world. Big thank you and I'm going to see you later in the week.